Today is the 20th of October, 2021. Show happens each and every weekday from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. The Eric Zane Show podcast begins now. Yes, hello. Sean Gotti here. Coming to you from Raleigh, North Carolina. And there's not a single radio show around here that's worth a damn. So I'm listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Coming to you live Monday through Friday. So sit back, get your trays in the upright position, feet and elbows out of the aisle, because here he comes, Eric Zane. Yeah! Welcome. Welcome. So glad you are here. A daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Monday through Friday, right here. Thank you so much for making it part of your day. If you're a uh, newcomer, uh, you'll figure it out. You will figure it out. See, Jason Schaefer is uh, is in here right now, and I can see his uh, arrival with a hello, good morning, everybody. Uh, Jason and uh, Andrea, his lovely bride, now with five hundred extra dollars in their pocket after the crazy, crazy accurate predictions of Mike Ball's victory in the half marathon. Oh, I am so glad that is behind me now. That money apparently is being used to help renovate a bathroom. Well done. I'm so happy for you. I wish I knew how to do that. There is a spot in my bathroom right above the shower that, um, well, I don't know. I guess the moisture coming off the shower somehow, uh, cracked all the drywall that's like on the ceiling. Uh, so last year I, uh, I, I, you know, used the putty knife and got all the shit off and it all fell down. And then I threw it in the garbage and then I, uh, I, I, I re, uh, Remudded it, I guess, you know, and uh, put the tape on there and made it as smooth as I could and sanded it. And I, I remember talking about this on the show. Then what I did is I did not paint it. And I don't know if it would have mattered. I think it would have mattered. But anyway, it's back to being destroyed again because I never painted it. Or just because it's, I don't know. I have no idea what the hell is going on here. Kate says, now it's time to work on the basement. You are so right. You, you are so right. That needs to happen. Will it? I, you know, I hope. Uh, Gone are the days when I have time. Back in the old radio days, it was four and the door. Show up. Do four hours of radio, leave home before noon. Uh, those days are gone. There's a lot, there's a lot more work to be done now. We'll figure it out. Uh, Nicholas says it would have mattered if you used a protective latex barrier. So that that being the paint, right? Is that is that what you're saying? So if I do this again and I put paint on it with your, as you describe it, protective latex barrier. 
I'd have been okay. I hope. Al writes, quick update on the race the other day. Well, Al may not have been here uh, to hear the dis- the uh, the description, but it was it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. I did finish. In fact, with about two miles to go, I said, oh, God, I don't even know if I'm going to finish this damn thing. So I got to finish. So I trudged my ass through there, and I'm still feeling it today. And I am, I am, uh, I'm out. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to be the guy wearing old man sneakers going for a walk. I am, I am done with the long distance running. Maybe, maybe a, uh, a few miles here and there, but nothing at all like that. I am 1 million percent out. He says, I wasn't here. Sorry. No, no. No worries. Uh, these people love to make fun of me. So any t- any chance that I can bring it up, uh, they're, they're like, oh, yeah, he sucked. Mike Ball, listen to this. Okay, talk about rubbing my nose in it. I guess I can just look here. Um, definitely not a uh, classy winner, this Mike Ball, who... Oh my gosh, what a great performance on his part. An hour 39. Oh, that is that that's a great time, Mike. Despite me giving him the accolades and being proud that we raised so much money together. I posted on Facebook, "Hey folks, uh, you know, completely unrelated. Um I need some songs for the Insane Asylum." Drop some of your favorites here, and they might be featured on the show. So, you know, like Alan says, oh, yeah, play this song by Motorhead. Uh, Andy O'Reilly suggested this um, a song by a band called um, Anal C Rhymes with Runt. Anal C Rhymes with Runt. Everyone should be killed. And I'm like, dude, come on. I'm probably going to skip this. And then he referred to me as a chicken shit. Here, uh, I I uh, joke to someone on Facebook and I get uh, banned for 30 days and Andy O'Reilly is suggesting I play the song Anal C Rhymes with Punt or the band Anal C Rhymes with Punt. Everyone should be killed. Well, anyway, uh, everyone else is making good song suggestions. Uh, Mike Ball says, how about these songs? Bad Day by Fuel, The Sound of Failure by The Flaming Lips, Nice Guys Finish Last by Green Day, Miserable Failure by Iron Reagan, and Loser by Beck. All right, I may be slow, but you'll always be ugly. There you go. Boy, this is weird. Kara and Brandon suggested the Motley Crue song Hooligans Holiday. But that's the uh, Motley Crue with Vince Neil not singing. It was some, I don't even know who the hell the guy was. Some dude filled in as the lead singer and it stunk. No, I'm not playing Hooligans Holiday by Motley Crue. What's, what's next? Van Halen with Gary Sharon? Come on. Well... Nevertheless, uh, yesterday I was, um, 
putting the final touches on something that I'd been meaning to do since the end of July. A uh, law firm reached out to me not, uh, well, about half a year ago and said, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> we can't help but notice, I guess this law firm does this for a living, uh, that you have uh, unclaimed property with the state of Michigan. And I'm like, what? Uh, yeah, actually, I have heard that. Um, over the years, I've had uh, audience members actually reach out to me and say, hey, I was doing a search and you have unclaimed property. And uh, anybody can see it. And so, yeah, and I actually did know about it. And I had been meaning to um, to claim the property of mine. It's actual, um, I'll get to that in a second. But um, there's a process. And this is similar to like working on the basement. I didn't have time to do all of this. There's a, there's a process that's involved with claiming your property. And uh, I, it just kept falling through the cracks. So I've got um, it's actual money uh, that the state of Michigan has of mine. And I'm like, well, how did they even get it? And I remember, uh, back in, in the radio days, um, the radio company at the time was, uh, well, it was uh, town square media and one of those contract negotiations, they gave uh, me a bunch of uh, stock in this company. Now this, this company is not worth a shit. You could give me all your stock and it wouldn't be worth anything. And, uh, in this negotiation, they gave me a bunch of the stock and I just forgot about it. I had no idea. So, and, and it's a lot, a lot of stock. Well, um, there's, there's a cash value to that. And it got, after I got fired, the company, they didn't, they didn't let me know. They didn't say, Hey, uh, uh, you can cash this in or anything. They just, they just didn't say anything to me. These fucking assholes. Uh, and so then eventually years pass and I don't even remember it. And then I find out from audience members that that is now the, that the state of Michigan is holding onto it. Like, what? So the stock ends up, uh, after it was cashed out, I guess there's, it's a couple thousand dollars. So that's uh, not exactly a fortune, but it's better than nothing. So, uh, I have been meaning to get this. It's mine, but I, I whatever. So this company reaches out to me, this law firm out of Utah. And they're, they're like, Hey, uh, we can get this for you. We're going to, we're going to charge you 10%. And I'm like, you know, cause I'm not going to do it. So do it. So I gave them the permission to do it. And, uh, comes to pass that there's the stock. And I also have $60 in the uh, state of Michigan coffers from Google. And this goes back to, do you remember when I got fired the first uh, from uh, free bear and hot wings? And then I was doing those little videos in my kitchen. Well, um, those actually did generate some money. I remember I got a $90 check from Google at one point. And then uh, apparently this, and they didn't send it to me. So it went unclaimed. It uh, winds up the property of the state of Michigan. So I've got this money from uh, Town Square Media and Google. It's like, uh, I think all told about $2,200, $2,300. This law firm takes care of everything for you. They send me a uh, document that says, uh, take this and, and get in front of a uh, notary. 
sign it. They'll do the little stampy stampy. And then you just take it and you send it in with uh, proof of your social security number and your driver's license. And then they'll send you the check and then you pay us the 10%. So whatever, 230 bucks. And I'm like, fuck, yes. Yes, I'll do that. Thank you. Compound Media. Uh, E-Rock, Anthony Cumia. I have, uh, I did the pilot episode on Compound. I did episode 001 for Compound. That um, showed up on their platform. Um, I got sleep in my eye. Can you believe that? How gross is that? Beginning of October. I was like, man, I want to do another one of those shows. It's basically me here doing one hour like I normally do, but for a brand new audience. That's great for the show. And uh, these pilot shows that they have, which is what mine is would be described as, um, I want it to be a regular show. So... You know, it all depends on how it's received. If it sucks tons of dick, you won't be back. So yesterday, reached out to E-Rock and I go, hey, uh, are you up for me doing another show? At least once a month. Yes. I'm like, oh my God, this is sweet. So that is uh, good news for your old pal, Eric. Dick's out for Compound Media. If you subscribe, you'll see it uh, in the beginning of November. Yesterday at the Eric Zane show podcast household, it was time to finally get after a recipe. And you know, I love to cook, uh, in the Mediterranean cookbook. My God, was this a hit? All right, real quick. One green pepper, one yellow bell pepper, one red bell pepper, one orange bell pepper. You got to have the color. Uh, chop it up, not into bits, but in slices. Uh, thin slices, probably three inches long. Okay. One half of a red onion sliced thin. All in a bowl. Two tablespoons of za'atar. You're like, what? Just trust me. Z-A-A-T-A-R. And there's a little uh, apostrophe after the first day. Za'atar. It's a Middle Eastern Greek season. Uh, teaspoon cumin. Teaspoon Hungarian paprika with a little bit, a pinch of cayenne. Not too much. Or roast your face. The Hungarian paprika cayenne blend is a substitute for Aleppo. What is that? Uh, seasoning. Spice. Uh, it, it isn't everywhere. They don't have it here in uh, Lily White, West Michigan. So you got a substitute. Put all the seasoning with salt and pepper, kosher salt, pepper, on top of the vegetables. Drizzle the extra urge, uh, extra urgent. Extra virgin olive oil and make it good extra virgin olive oil. Not the shit off brand. Spend some money, okay? Wash your hands. Dry your hands. Put them in the bowl. Blend all the vegetables. The oven is heating at 400 degrees. You put all those vegetables on a, a, a cookie pan. Spread evenly. 
15 minutes at 400 degrees. Pull them out. Make a spot for six eggs, like a nest. You like spread out an area, you know, yay big for an egg. Uh, Crack six eggs in various spots on the pan. Put it all back into the oven. Let the eggs set, cook appropriately. Pull them out, sprinkle a little more za'atar, a little more salt, a little more pepper, and then spatula. Oh my gosh, so good. Yes. Woo-wee. Excellent. Success. I'll share the recipe in the show notes. You can make it at home. More good news. The Red Wings. You're like, wait a minute. The what? I know not everybody watches hockey and for God's sake, not everybody follows the Red Wings. But for those of you that did, you have to be feeling this. You have to under, you have to feel that the team is much improved. I'm not saying they're going to win the Stanley Cup. They might not even win a playoff series, but I think that if they perform like the way they have been, they will make the playoffs. Okay? Really, really sharp. Oh, my God. They beat the shit out of Columbus last night. It was 2-1 to one late when Columbus pulled the goalie, so it was pretty close, but still... Columbus couldn't get anything going. It was a, a flat-out miracle that they got the one goal, frankly. But the Wings, man, they just buried them with shots, crisp on the passes, long spells of time in the zone. Columbus uh, goalie just getting peppered with shots. It was awesome. Tyler Bertuzzi, the stupid anti-vaxxer, got another goal. I love that guy, but he's a dumbass for not getting his vaccine. Can't go to Canada or New York. Thanks. Uh, one of only a handful of players who are not vaccinated. But uh, the Red Wings are much improved. Um, then uh, Lucas Raymond, the 19-year-old rookie who got his first NHL goal last night, he got checked from behind. There's been an overabundance of boarding calls that have gone against the Red Wings that uh, it could easily injure somebody. Uh, uh, Dylan Larkin took one from some joker on Tampa. In game one, and now uh, Lucas Raymond, a hot shot young rookie, he got injured, man. He had to leave the ice. He did not return. Go Wings. But it hadn't been for that meltdown against Tampa in the first game of the year, they would be undefeated right now. Leading Tampa 6-3 to three with six minutes to go. They end up losing 7-6 to six in overtime. What the fuck? Anyway, uh, stoked about the Red Wings. They looked good last night uh off to the gym again yesterday and uh, this is how my life is now because uh, i'm not running um as of right now because my legs are still like recovering i'm still they they still hurt from the sunday uh massacre that that was uh but i uh, you know they're pumping some iron my my feeble weight uh that i lift and uh, uh team knuckle dragger team meathead uh, Brian and Andrew, they're making fun of me uh, for the uh, ridiculous amount of weight that I lift. That's okay. And then this other guy who I don't know. Now, think about this. Um, Andrew does this a little bit. He's he's always giving me like, uh, he. Andrew's the type of guy on Team Knuckle Dragger 
who if somebody is doing an exercise, he means well. Uh, he'll come up to you and give you a pointer or a tip about how to do it correctly. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'll be doing um, um, wh- whatever, whatever lift that I'm doing, and he'll come up and say, yeah, you might want to do this. If you hold the weight this way or if you do this, it's going to be more effective, which is fine. I know Andrew, okay? Uh, the two guys on uh, 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 Team Knuckle Dragger, Meathead 1 and Meathead 2, they can give me advice. But this dude... I don't know who the fuck he is. Uh, I'm doing uh, uh, like some uh, ab work, you know, for my core. And uh, I'm doing this one particular exercise where um, I'm like on my ass and I'm doing, uh, I guess they're described as knee ups. So it's for your uh, uh, lower core. And so I'm bringing my knees up to my chest. No big deal. Minding my own business in the corner of this room uh, out of the way and this guy walks up to me and he says you know you should try it where you go all the way down and then bring your knees up that's tough right there and I'm like uh who are you I'm thinking to myself I didn't say I I didn't say shit this is another example of how much of a pussy I am I would have loved to have said, hey, <laughs> mind your f- own fucking business and uh, leave me alone. I don't know who the fuck you are. Uh, but did I do that? No, no. <laughs> should I have? Yes, of course I should have said that. What did I say? Well, Rome wasn't built in the day. Maybe one day I'll get there. Ha ha ha. Embarrassing. Who the fuck say? I don't even I don't even know who this person is. He just walks up to me and says, "Yeah, you should do it this way. It's harder." I can't. I can't do that. Uh, worry about you, you fucking crackhead. Get away from me. Unbelievable. All part of another adventure at the gym. Aram says Eric is not is not lifting in the no judgment zone. Exactly. <sighs> Tom says Red Wings five out of six possible points so far. Yeah, man, they look different, and you've got a uh, army of young players that oh my god, uh, just uh, buzzing around that puck. I am loving this. Even if, uh, you know, I mean, just I, I just want them to look respectable. Okay? I just want them to look, I just want them to look respectable. Kyle writes, well, if a side effect of uh, not getting the shot means you get goals, it might be worth it. I, I'd love to agree with you on that one, but uh, no. Tyler says, I can't believe the Buffalo Sabres are undefeated. Yeah, that's remarkable. Uh, They beat Tampa. Right? Uh, A lot of of, uh, people said that they they were going to be the worst team in the league this year. All right. Dennis says, yeah, if I'm fishing and someone offers advice, I usually drown him too. 
Uh, Nick says, you didn't tell him to fuck off because there wasn't a camera and a comment section between you two. Good point. Uh, all right. Kent dropped the E out of you, says that my response was the most hot wings response ever. Josh, referring to the Red Wings, says they've played three out of four games. Three, three to four games out of 82. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. No, 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 you're right. But for right now, they sure look fun. I enjoyed that game. I enjoyed watching it. I love the fact that the crowd is into it. That's great. Uh, what the hell was I going to say? It was in my brain and that left me. I don't know. It's gone now. Pops in and out. So, all right. Don't forget Patreon going on as soon as this show is done. It is a great accompaniment for the uh, daily free podcast. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you're struggling for things to find uh, to listen to outside of this show in terms of the podcast world, finding another show is difficult. If you don't have a go-to, well, just add me. Sign up for the Patreon and you really, really help keep the show going when you sign up. I suggest trial period. It's like probation. Okay. Uh, $5. And I give you 15 hours of content a week. $5 for the month. Even works out to less than $5. If you sign up for a full year, because I'll give you a 10% discount. So if you like the $5, or I like what you get for that $5, sign up for the year. And then I'll give you 10% off. Super fans, they go for the $10 variety. That is um, audio archive and uh, video and live streams. All right. Of my five shows that I have on my Patreon. The daily bonus, smarter than a former drug dealer trivia, which today Kevin Kuypers is taking Dale on. That one might take two hours. The Insane Asylum, show number three. The Lost Zane Recordings, show number four. And the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, which happens today, uh, Friday, I should say, excuse me, at uh, 7 p.m. All right. And I have something uh, fun tomorrow. The Patreon bonus podcast tomorrow will happen, get this, before the free podcast. What? Well, I have a busy day. And uh, if I don't do the Patreon bonus before the free podcast, it won't get done. It's got to get done. So I'm doing it before the freebie, which I think there was a time when I used to do that. Um, I don't exactly remember, but I, I, that, that's rings a bell with me. I think I used to actually like attach the Patreon to the, I don't know. It was all weird, but anyway, tomorrow, um, I will start the Patreon before the freebie, get it all done, uh, put a bow on it and then start this podcast at the same time that I normally do. Okay. That is what is up. Uh, by the way, I forgot to mention this. Uh, a dear meathead happening in 30 minutes with my beloved 87-year-old father. I've got uh, uh, several questions uh, that were emailed in. 
And I also have a few that uh, are on the um, um, comments of the uh, uh, Facebook post. But if you have something that just popped into your brain, by all means, send it along. I can always uh, use it later. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. If you have a question for Dear Meathead. Um, tonight, by the way, it is a uh, stuffed chicken breast recipe with a Greek salad. Homemade Greek salad. I am stoked about this, but, but problem. The Greek salad needs ricotta, ricotta cheese. What do you say? I usually say ricotta, but I guess it can pronounce, it can be pronounced both ways. Uh, ricotta cheese is one of those products in the world that uh, the world is short of. So, you know, you go into the grocery store and you walk through and everything is all the different various cheeses in the refrigerator. And then the, the it's there, there's nothing there. There's nothing on the shelves when it comes to ricotta cheese. I'm like, oh shit. Some type of supply issue. How is it that all the other cheese companies can get it right? And you can't. Who's the one guy in charge of logistics at so-and-so ricotta cheese maker that there's no ricotta cheese. I mean, I've got cottage cheese. I've got cream cheese. I've got all these different types of cheeses. I've got uh, feta. I've got uh, gouda. Uh, mozzarella. I There's no ricotta. What? No Daisy today. I don't know where the hell she is. She's being grumpy as hell. The open and the live stream of the Eric Zane Show podcast brought to you this time around by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. How about this? 616-532. That sound truck. 616-532-6600. Okay. If you are in West Michigan... This is where you need need to take your vehicles for any issue at all or preventative maintenance. Keep the vehicles on the road. Take them to Irvine's. Okay. 616-532-6600. Their website is irvines.com and that's spelled E-R-V-I-N-E-S.com. Veteran slash lady owned and the absolute number one place to get your vehicle repaired in all of the local area. Okay. So, uh, if you are along 44th street, just a few blocks, uh, east of 131 is a side street called Stafford. Look down the street. That's where they are. Thank you. Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage is a sponsor that uh, pretty much anywhere in the U.S., no matter where you are, if you're in the market for a mortgage, this is what I'd like you to do. Just pick his brain. That doesn't mean you're like, a sight unseen, I'm going with Mario. No, Mario's got to win the business over. My job is to let you know that he's there, and you can uh, make a call and see, yeah, you know, I think this guy's uh, got it. You decide for yourself, okay? 
I think he's going to win your business, though. 231-332-6505. He can service a mortgage for you from anywhere in the U.S. The only states that he can't, South Carolina, Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska. However, however, uh, he has um, a great um, um, friends and colleagues in those states that can help you out as well. So if you call him, he can point you in the right direction. And uh, Mario welcomes everybody who needs a mortgage. You might have a credit score in the dumper. Not everybody has an 810 credit score, okay? If your credit score is 550, you might be like, oh boy, there's no way I can get a mortgage. Let him try. That's all I'm suggesting. He can help you out. And if he gets you that mortgage, you pay on it uh, on time, and then you can get in a better mortgage in due time. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 3035 is the NMLS number. I have no idea what that means, but apparently it's important that I say it. Okay. Uh, We are scheduled to go for a uh, paintball war with TC Paintball. Rescheduling Paintball War 16. And thank God that that happened. You know, what a blessing that was because I was ruined Rick was right. He goes, are you sure you want to do it uh, this date? You know, oh yeah, I'll be fine. I'm going to beat Mike Ball. I'll probably run an hour, 30 minutes, and then I'll just, you know, I'll be fine. Oh my God. I so bit off more than I can chew. Anyway, uh, we rescheduled Paintball War 16 for November 21st. The Pilgrim Massacre is what we're calling it. The Mayflower Slaughter, perhaps. I want to see you there. If you are in on this one in Grand Rapids at TC Paintball, let me know. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. Sunday, November 21, 4 p.m. start. I think on that. I think he's doing 4 p.m. You know, that's like we'll be uh, getting dark very early in the day there. So let me double check on the time on that one. But it'll either be 4 or 5. We'll see. But uh, anyway, there you go. 35 bucks as uh, usual, what it'll set you back. Get the family, round them up. Come see me. Shoot me. Paintball War 16. The Pilgrim Massacre at TC Paintball. Let me know. Eric at ericzaincho.com. All right. Um, Sarah writes, scalping of the Indians. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I kind of want to, I don't want to get into the... Uh, I don't want to do that. That might be a little rough. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh, Sam, with a call back to the past, writes, I don't know, getting a student loan and then using it to buy a house sounds better to me. No. No, that that's a bad idea. Um. Okay. Sarah says, are we doing the uh, turkey drop? the uh, great food giveaway at Irvine's again. I don't know. There, I think there's a shortage in turkeys this year. Apparently there's a shortage in ricotta cheese and turkeys. So I don't know if we necessarily should do that because um, A, that might be a problem. I mean, if we buy up all the fucking turkeys, nobody's going to get in turkeys and I don't even know if we can get them. Uh, Sam says, Sam's kind of a dumb shit. Let's blame the cheese company and not the federal mandates that have our shelves half empty. What are you talking about? What? 
Why do you always act like you know shit when you don't know shit? Aram says, why did you start eating healthy after the race ended? I don't know. Uh, Sarah says, I'll get you some ricotta cheese, but that means I'm staying for dinner. Okay, fine. You know you're always welcome. The Duchess says you can swap cottage cheese for ricotta. Hmm. And Sarah says, check Aldi. And then there's more discussion about how I say the word cram. What the fuck, guys? Come on. Uh, Marcy says Greek salads usually have feta cheese in them. Yeah, I got that too. Blocks of it. You got to cut slices. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. But this recipe calls for ricotta too. Bleeding heart Brian weighs in with this. How can you be so precise in your pronunciation of mayonnaise, yet so lazy in pronouncing crayon? He says it's crayon. No, it's not. It's crayon. That is pronounced crayon. He also writes this. Conservatives, I'm not getting the vaccine because I ain't going to live in fear of something that probably won't affect me. Also conservatives, I need guns to protect my family and myself in case some weirdo tries something funny. Probably won't ever need to use it, but it's better safe than sorry. Well, not quite exactly like that. Uh, The people that are anti-vaccine think that the vaccine is going to hurt them. So it's not quite as simple as you make it. Still stupid, but not as simplified as what you're thinking. So I can't, I can't jump into those waters with you. And besides, I've got a gun, so shut up. Jason adds, in Michigan, it's crayon, mayonnaise, and pop. Or mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Yeah, you're right. People do say that. Mayonnaise. It's not mayonnaise. It doesn't rhyme with manglaze. It's mayonnaise. And I never say pop. All right. All right, so everybody's looking to pick fights today. As Kyle adds, can you use your gun to shoot COVID? Shut up. More on that coming up. I want to talk about this. uh, These 17 people that were kidnapped in Haiti. A million dollars per person. The United States will not pay that. They do not negotiate with terrorists. That's a policy. All these family members, some of which live just a handful of miles from where I sit. I'm like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? You know, this is horrible. And it's, it's, uh, uh, a local uh, a church gathered up the masses and there's an organization called Christian aid ministries, which rounds these people up from these various churches. And then they fly off on to mission trips to places like Haiti. I think we need to stop doing that. I think we need to stop helping people in countries 
where it's a huge risk to have something terrible happen to you. Okay. Uh, if, if you're a group of, uh, uh, white people running around in a country full of, uh, very poor, very, uh, uh, aggressive looking for money because they are so poor groups of terrorists, you're going to stand out and you are going to get kidnapped. I don't give a shit if it's Haiti or whatever fucking third world country you're going to. It could be Mexico unless it's Canada for a mission trip. I wouldn't go. I think we need to uh, uh, make a demand. The United, if we, okay, if we're making mandates to jam vaccine in people, which I think is a good thing, I think we need to make mandates to keep these dumb shits from traveling to countries where there's a high risk of being kidnapped or killed. Why don't you do a mission to like some of the communities in the United States, instead of these, uh, destination missionary trips where you reach out to all your friends and family on Facebook and say, yeah, I need money to fund my mission trip to this uh, terrorist hotspot so that all these fucking assholes can see us as targets and kidnap us and demand ransom. So now this little church in Oceana County, Michigan, uh, has to uh, come up with a, with millions of dollars on their own, which they won't. Um, there's, I mean, this is a, this is an off the beaten path, uh, part of the state where I think the average income in, in Oceana County is probably like $3,000 a year. So this is all fucked. And, uh, yeah, now they, all these people are left to pick up the pieces. Stop going to these shithole countries and helping these people. Uh, too bad. Your own life is in jeopardy when you do this. So, uh, say no to these faraway destination mission trips. Fuck these people. Uh, help the people here first. Okay. Because your life is in jeopardy. We are learning new information about the West Michigan family being held hostage in Haiti. Friends and neighbors telling us a total of six family members, not five, have been captured after leaving on their mission trip wow. earlier this month. News 8's Jacqueline Francis was back in their hometown today talking with close to the family. Today, we talked to a close friend and fellow church member of the family. By the way, Kyle writes, can they pray for it? I thought prayer solved everything. And which, by the way, a lot of people are saying that these days. You see a lot of these people on the Herman Cain Award uh, subreddit saying that uh, so-and-so uh, uh, dodged the vaccine and posted stupid memes and uh, uh, was anti-vax. And then now they're rounding up their prayer warriors. Uh, yeah, that's the same thing that's going on here. The prayer warriors are out in full effect. ...abducted in Haiti. She says it was a local mother and her five kids that are among the 17 missionaries being held captive. The news sending shockwaves through the small town community. Yeah, is this... Uh, yeah, I, I have a hard time figuring out virtue signaling. I think uh, uh, Nick is kind of an expert on it. Is this virtue signaling when you're like, I am going to Haiti. I am announcing on Facebook that I have gone to Haiti and I need your money and your prayers and your help as we are going to help Haiti. Is that, is that what can be described as uh, virtue signaling? Yes. Yeah, lady brought her five kids. Uh, Jason says, oh no. 
Jacqueline Francis and her weird speaking. What was it like to get that news as a, as a church community? Well, it was rather shocking just because it's just things you rather you hear out there. It's not something that really comes that close to home. But All right. So Nick writes, if you announce to the world your good deeds, that's very much virtue signaling. Well, then I virtue signaled when I announced that I was getting a kidney donation, right? Does that make me a virtue signaler? It, it definitely does make me a virtue signaler, but it still was, it was a fun story to talk about. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed talking about it. It felt great. So I guess I'm, I guess, I guess I'm guilty of virtue signaling. This time it did. The small church community in Oceanic. The word church there. I haven't even gotten through this story. She says church, church, church. The way she says it. You rather you hear out there. It's not something that really comes that close to home. But this time it did. The small church community in Oceana County, learning six of their own, are among the 17 missionaries being held captive in Haiti. We are choosing not to name the family members out of concern for their safety. Their close friend, who didn't want to show her face on camera, describing them as a loving family with a deep faith in God. I would say they're very genuine. They are loving people. They had a heart for missions. She says the family of seven, two parents and five kids, left for the mission trip earlier this month. Oh my God. The father was not kidnapped, but the rest of the family... Okay, so they they left the, the dad alone probably so we could raise the money, and they, they took the wife and five kids. Holy shit. He was. The mom and all five kids, one of which is over the age of 18, now being held hostage. Their kidnappers demanding a $17 million ransom for the 17 missionaries captured. I grew up with them, like knowing them really well. And to see them go through this is, you know, think of what, you know, they may be thinking and, you know, it's really tough. Outside the church, the entire Hart community is also reacting to the news. The city's mayor coming together with other faith leaders and showing support. Um, when something as big as this happens, I don't know if Hart knows how to respond, but we're certainly the family type and it affects every single one of us. Those close to the family relying on their faith to see this through, praying for their safe return. Are there fears of what may happen otherwise? I think we realize that what could happen but we know that we have to trust god he's the only one that can do miracles and we're the one we know that he's the one that can take them out of this situation and and yeah boy whatever the outcome we'll have faith okay. that it's for a reason and a purpose community leaders are planning to have a prayer leaders for the family in the coming days reporting near heart jacqueline francis news eight uh. <sighs> yeah I think going forward after this, it's important that as a world, we finally say, fuck Haiti. That's your own problem. We're going to deal with this shit here first. Enough. Enough with the Haiti. Enough with going to faraway places where fucking warlords. Why would you even go there? You just had the guy who's running the show, the president of Haiti, was just killed in his own bed. Why would you do this? So terrible. Chris says, time for some black ops. Yeah, I'm guessing that that's pretty much the only opportunity to save these people. If the United States just goes in, finds out where they are, and blows them up. But I wouldn't trust that because if you recall... 
after the uh, after the uh, 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 whoever they were, ISIS K blew up the airport in uh, in Afghanistan. The U.S. was like, oh, okay, well, we got a line on this car full of explosives that's going to try to kill more of our uh, more of our uh, uh, military, and they they blew it up, and it was a family of ten, and it, was, it had nothing to do with ISIS K, and they they blew up the whole family. Ugh fuck is going on in the world okay so going forward i'm just gonna get out in front of this if any of you if i see that you're going to any place other than canada to do mission work uh i'm gonna i i don't support that uh you're gonna get a big fuck you from me all right enough no more helping these shithole countries let's help each other first Nick says, no, you're not virtue signaling. You're an advocate for kidney donation. So it's kind of different. And it's different when you're announcing it as a way to try and show how good you are versus bringing attention and or action to a cause. All right. If you say so. (laughs) Adam puts the hand to the face. Well, I mean, seriously, how do you, uh, how can you, how can you suggest otherwise when you, uh, these people are in harm's way? Why would you do that? I would never want to put... My family into harm's way like that. My God, I was scared enough going to fucking Honduras on a vacation at at a tourist destination. I don't want to go to some inner city of some shithole place uh, where everybody's eyeing me as a target. Uh, Okay. Uh, Some are saying it's, according to the article in the the, uh, New York Times, this might be a very long negotiation. My God. Often these gangs know these demands cannot be met and they will consider a counteroffer from the families and the negotiations can take a couple of days, sometimes, or a couple of weeks. As far as uh, they know, the gang has not issued a deadline for payment. Uh, Haiti is a horrible place in, uh, in upheaval for years, but the kidnapping of missionaries was a sobering example of just how bad things have gotten. Since the assassination of their president, which is what I just said. Uh, The gangs which target rich and poor alike will typically settle on a lower ransom. The amount is not usually disclosed. And often the abductees are told not to discuss the terms of their release. My God. What a dump. Uh, known as 400 Moazo, the gang controls the area where the missionaries were abducted in the suburbs of Port-au-Prince. The group has sown terror there for several months, engaging in armed combat with rival gangs and kidnapping businessmen and cops. The cops are like, please, don't, don't kidnap us. Uh, the kidnappers initially demanded a million dollars. Uh, for another person who was kidnapped and two and a half million for a cousin uh, in the mistaken belief that the daughter uh, was a uh, relative of a former prime minister. Gang members were so confident that uh, they were not in danger that they spent long minutes on the phone during negotiations, even though it might have allowed them to be located. They don't care. They know we cannot enter their territory. Jesus. 
And when the payment was finally delivered, $30,000 raised among family members for the cousin's release and nothing for the aunt who was let go. The meeting took place in plain sight. He did not even have a mask on. They're like, yeah, we don't care. What are you going to do? Jesus. Nice country. Trump was right. I'm sorry. I hate to say it, but you remember that time when Trump referred to all those countries as your shithole countries? That's the only thing I will agree with Trump on. Shithole countries. My God. All right. I've got Dear Meathead coming up, but before I get to any of that, I have to pee. Damn it. Okay. I got to stop drinking water during the show. That's the problem. That's what's holding me back. This might even be a two urination day. So don't go anywhere. Okay. All right. Uh, dear meathead with my dad coming up in just a bit. I'll get to that. Um, let's see. I think I can do this. Yeah, I got time. Uh, Bennett flooring installation. Now with, um, needing a new magnet on the side of their, uh, installation vehicle. 616-318-0167 for Bennett flooring installation. Um, Rip out the old stuff if you can. That'll save you money. Get the uh, surface ready. That'll save you money. Go to an unnamed store that sells flooring. Buy the flooring you want. At this time, Bennett shows up. They measure the room. They tell you how much it's going to cost to put in the new flooring. Okay. They can even help you decide when you reach out to them what to put down. Could be vinyl planks, hardwood. Kind of a pain in the ass, I'm told. Hardwood. Uh, tile, laminate, whatever it may be. Ceramic. Reach out to Bennett Flooring Installation if you are in West Michigan. 616-318-0167. 616-318-0167. Install the flooring correctly. One day they will be back in my house doing the basement feel bad about that. Uh, okay. I can't stress enough about the importance of uh, Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. Let me make this very clear to you. I need you to pay attention. Oh, I always need you to pay attention. But um, every single one of you can take advantage of this, and it doesn't cost you a dime. Re-enrollment at work. The boss gives you that big thing here you gotta there's been some changes to the policy here you go oh my god you're 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 losing you're paying more and getting less sometimes when you get the workplace policy you think well uh, that's it i just got to take it i don't have a choice no you do okay you do have a choice because there is a way that you can maybe uh have even better coverage than you have with a supplemental policy there is a way to thread the needle and get away with, um, in some cases, not even having to pay more, but getting more coverage. You and I would struggle with this, but Frank knows everything there is to know about insurance at My Policy Shop Insurance. Call or text Frank, 616-914-4070, to make sure that you and your family has the best coverage. Medical bills, even with insurance, can ruin you. Do not fall victim to that. Uh, Medicare re-enrollment is right now. Frank can help you with that. Uh, signing up for insurance in the marketplace, that starts in November. 
Frank is a pro at that. He's a pro at all this stuff, man. My God. 616-914-4070. Reach out to him and everything he does is free to you. All the service, all the time he spends figuring out the best for you and your family. Yeah, that's free. All right. You can also go to buyinsurancehere.com and fill out the form. If you don't want to call him, if you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to call him. I don't want to text him. I just want to fill out this form and then he'll call you. You can do that. All right. And then before we uh, bring dad in here, full house comedy is inviting you to check out a comedy show this week. Uh, we have, uh, Jonathan Martin tonight in Howard city. So that means that Howard city will have uh, a black population of one tonight when Jonathan is there tomorrow, the Ambrosia theater, Jonathan Martin. And then on Friday, Rockford lanes, Paul Rodriguez is in town Friday and Saturday. I'm sorry. That would be uh, Friday. Wait a minute. He's going to be in town Friday at Billy's Lounge. And then Saturday at Back Alley Comedy Club. And then Sunday at the Park Theater. Oh, my God. Big weekend. Fullhousecomedy.com for tickets to all these shows. All right. Fair enough. We good? It's time to bring my dad in here for Dear Meathead. Dear Meathead brought to you by JM Synthetics. Online at jmsynthetics.com. Go there, pick out what you need for the garage, buy it. Call Jason Mays, 616-747-0233. Right on those. Hey, Dad, good morning. Good morning, son. How are you? Never better. Good. It's a nice. You woke up with the glory of God in mind. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, always, you know. Great. Always, always glory in mind. There you go. How about you, Dad? Same way, honey. I'm so grateful to God that I opened up my eyes and I got my beautiful wife next to me. I got my wonderful son on the phone. I mean, it, hey, life is great. You know that? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It is great. You know, sure. you, you you just Praise can't God. you just can't let it get you down. No, definitely not. Hey, but as long as you got God in the mind, and He always taught you the fact that you always believe in good things, life is good. Hey, what would you do if I told you that uh, uh, me and the family were going to go to a terrible neighborhood in the middle of the country of Haiti and help some people out? What would you say? <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, I say no. Yeah. I say no, 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 because those people have no mercy on your soul. <laughs> I mean, the bad ones, the good oh, ones, I know. the wonderful people. Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I, well, I'm not going. I, I I was just saying that. I was just being silly. But did you see that story about that? Uh, the whole family got kidnapped. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand what do they accomplish by kidnapping and ultimately end up damaging some of them. They get money. Well, yeah, they the, get money the reason why the country yeah. 
at birth so he can give me $2 million so we can release his people or 17 or whatever, yeah, you know. Yeah. That's what, what they're. That's what they're doing. They're trying to get money. They're they're all very very poor, and there's nothing they can do for, uh, to to you know. So that's that's how they operate, and that's uh, it's a horrible thing. And I was I was suggesting to the audience that uh, we need to never ever do that again. We got to stop going to places that are high crime areas. And, Why, what are we doing in that country anyway? Yeah, well, I think this was just a local mission trip, actually. Uh, six of the people, five of the, the ones who were kidnapped are from West Michigan. Oh, my God. I mean, we got people in here that are in dire need of being blessed uh, by God and all that. So why don't we concentrate on our own people here? That's what I say, Dad. That's what I say. All right. Uh, you ready? Uh, <clears throat> you ready for some questions, Dad? Of course I am. Okay. Your questions are always a wonderful, wonderful questions, especially coming in for a wonderful audience you've got. Boy, Dad, you're really sentimental today. That's good. Hey, I'm I'm good. Hey, by the way, hi, Joanne, hello to you. Hi, honey. She's sitting right. My love of my life is sitting right next to me. That is great. Melinda writes, Meathead, who do you think are better drivers, men or women? You know, I, I I never thought about men and women better or worse drivers. I think anyone that's driving, uh, I, you know, that's a tough way to go with. Uh, I, I I don't I don't say a woman is a worse driver than okay. a man. A man is a worse driver than a woman. I got gotcha. you. Uh, it's just a question of the upbringing of people. The teen the teen of this country is crazy. Because they're driving, like, I seen one guy, and I got two guys that ride motorcycles on my street. Yeah. I swear they're doing 110 miles an hour. Okay, so they're going now. I mean, these are, like, maybe 18, 19, 20 years old, maybe 25-year-old people. Yeah. Now, aren't these the ones that you, uh, when we were there last time, you said you that you were going to go have a word with them? No, I decided it's not going to happen because what I say to them, they're going to accept it with a different type of an attitude, and it could come out to a brawl. Oh, yeah. It, it, and I, that I want to avoid. But then again, I kept thinking, sometimes I thought, well, well, maybe when one of them got killed, the rest of them will learn. Well, that's a bad thinking to, to begin with. Uh, but it's, it's scaring me that they do these things. This street is a uh, race alley. Okay. On motorcycles. Car drivers are good people. So so I wrote, uh, accept it with a different type of attitude that could lead to a brawl. Yeah, it could be. They, they're going to retaliate, and then the retaliation is all right. I can back off, but they keep coming at you, then I have to defend myself. Fair enough. <laughs> I know, with yeah. the stick that I got, I can. Yeah. If my stick hits somebody, it'll knock them out for good. Yeah, I don't want you to. I don't want you to get uh, come. No, to, no, 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 no. Uh, I'm rarely out there. Anymore. We used to walk two miles every day. We hardly do ten feet. <laughs> All right, uh, Adam writes, "Dear Meathead, what would you recommend to uh, clean and keep my metal tools rust-free, axes and hammerheads and the like?" 
Oh, that's a good thought because I just happen to be going through some of those things of my own too. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, what you should do, I would say on like uh, every two, three months, um, get a uh, bunch of oil on a rag and then rub the tools with them. And I don't saturate them or anything else. And when you do that, just wipe it all off. And that'll last you at least three, four months. Yeah, I think there's an AMSOIL product from JM Synthetics that you can... uh, You don't have to go spend a lot of money. Just any kind of a motor oil will do fine. Uh, Oil is oil. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, pour a little bit in in the palm of your hand with the cover of the cloth and rub it on the tools, but don't saturate them because, and when you rub it on your tool, then you get another tool and dry it off. So you're saying rub some oil on your tool? Yes. <laughs> tools. Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Let, Where are you going with this? <laughs> let, me, let me write this down. Oil is oil. Rub some oil on your tool. Uh, tools. Oh, okay. It's Got metal it. tools. <laughs> Now, who the heck interpreted tool as tool that you're talking about? I, I'm not. What, I don't know what you're talking about. I know you do. <laughs> All right. Equipment. That, yes. Yes. Even equipment is going to be interpreted as. A, yeah, you want to rub funny stuff. Rub some uh, lube on your tool and your equipment. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. All right. Nathan writes, Dear Me Dead, my 11-year-old has started swearing and my punishments aren't working. What are some creative ways to punish my 11-year-old for swearing? Well, I wish I knew what uh, the swearing is all about. I wish, uh, you know. Well, what do you mean? Uh, th- 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 I mean, what, what kind of language are you using? Well, is it really nasty yeah, stuff? I, well, let's, uh, I, let, let's just assume he's saying uh, S-H-I-T. Hey, uh, smack him in the mouth one time. Okay, smack him in the mouth. If you do that again, I'm going to keep doing it. Or are you going to be punished? We do not. It's got to be some kind of punishment. Because uh, you know where this is coming from. This is coming from the other idiots that they hang around with. Yes, absolutely. Now, Dad, have and you... their parents don't know anything about it, or they don't do anything about it. Uh now, hey, how come how come none of my kids did that? I don't know if you guys did it or not. No, no, I've ne- I've never sworn in my life. No, so really, I I don't know because none of that happens in our home. No, of course not. Now, Dad, uh, what do you think about parents who, uh, you know, um, they 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 uh, never uh, do any type of corporal punishment? Um, they just kind of like say, okay, you have to sit down for a timeout. What do you think about the timeout? I don't know if it helps or not really to time out a child. Uh, if it works. Uh, but if it, if it works, uh, that's not a bad tool. Or just take away the things that are very dear to them. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, some, sometimes parents' punishment is kind of stupid. Okay. You know, I don't, I don't remember uh, any from punishment that I... Uh, Imposed on you guys growing up, but then again, 
So what you're saying is if somebody like, uh, I don't know, let's say uh, somebody decides to uh, uh, do a podcast or go on the radio and tell everybody That's how stupid. Yeah, it's a dumb thing to do. I mean, no one would do that. No, you don't announce to the world that you love your wife. No, you I don't announce. The connection. Well, that maybe announcing that you love your wife is one thing. But if you announce to the world, hey, everybody, I'm a great husband. Only a moron would uh, do that. Well, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, some of these things are totally incognito, belongs to you and your wife. It's a private world, you know, and uh, the world don't care whether you love your wife or not. <laughs> I um, really don't care. If you don't, you don't. Okay, Dad, I'm writing this down. Some of these things are incognito. <laughs> yeah, it's private. Okay. Even that, I love uh, my wife. Yeah, hey, it's all right in a conversation that you're talking about. You know, I love yeah, my wife. Yeah, of course. 
right. There's nothing wrong with that, but bragging about it or advertising it. That's stupid. Uh, all right. Andrew says, Meathead, I recently went through a breakup uh, with a, someone I've been seeing for 10 months. Do you have any advice for someone dating in their mid-30s? And do you think there is someone for everyone? So Drew here is a little, uh, you know, he, he was with somebody for 10 months and uh, now the relationship's over. He wants to know if you have any dating advice. And he probably feels a little bad like he's never going to find uh, the right person. Well, first of all, if you've dated someone uh, for 10 months, that's an awful long time. Now, you must have developed some feelings that's strong feelings for each other. Well, I'm sure. How the hell does this disappear? Well, both sides. You know, I mean, that that, that happens yeah. a lot. I mean, uh, you, uh, that my daughter dated Ernie for quite a long time, and she ended up breaking up with him. You know, it's... Well, yeah, uh, something went wrong. Yeah, so that, that, that happens. But what his uh, question is, do you have any dating advice for him? Someone in their mid-30s. I don't know. Maybe he's looking for a, um easy way to meet someone, where to go, what to do. You know, you used to be a bachelor dad. What do you what, what do you got for old Drew here? Well, listen, when you're a bachelor or whatever, but you meet someone that you happen to like and you dated a couple, three times, and then things are on a real cool side, well, you pursue that. And then you don't have to go overboard, embellish them with a bunch of gifts and all this, show them a decency, straight talk, don't lie. Yeah, don't oil your tool. Don't oil your tool. <laughs> and, and often, this is, this is the one thing that I, I see that I cannot understand. The very first thing that comes to the mind of people nowadays that are just beginning to date is to have sex. Oh, God. okay. I think that's stupid. Yeah, you might not want to rush into that, right? No, I mean, that, that's dumb. Now, where I came from in the world of my, my world and country of my... Yeah. It was like you date somebody for just the beautiful face of them or the kindness of them. Yeah. The sex doesn't even come in play. Yeah, there's something to be said about that, Dad. That's, uh, that's definitely old school. The people nowadays don't really think like that. They right away want to jump in the sack. Yeah, you got you to gotta lay low a little, you know? My gosh. Well, it happens <laughs> sometimes when a uh, 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 depth of uh, passion, you know, you're involved. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and you have no control over it. You do it. Okay. I wrote down, don't go overboard. Embellish them. Don't embellish them with gifts. And then, uh, yeah, all they want to do is jump in the sack. Yes. All right. Don't do that. All right. Maybe Give yourself an opportunity to grow with a person. Yes. Take your time. No. Nah. Often enough, I would uh, believe this is a true statement I'm going to make. Uh-huh. If this doesn't happen to a couple for a long time, they're going to think there's something the matter with them. Yes. You got it. I mean, okay. so they're trying to prove something that, okay, let's do it so they know that we love each other. It doesn't make sense. 
But it's passion that does that. It's a human yeah, sure. nature. All right. Finally, Dad, Mitch writes this. Dear Meathead, my wife and I just bought a lake house. The house comes uh, a, a house, lake house. Uh, okay. yeah, a lake house, like a cottage. The house comes with a dock. I have no experience taking a dock out of the water uh, or anything like that. Do you have any experience or suggestions with this process? I look forward to your segment each week. I love you and Joanne. Sign Mitch. Mitch, uh, I don't have the experience, but I do have a common sense about that. If that was me and I have a dock, unless the dock is somewhat grounded to the bottom of the lake or the water area, uh, a dock is sometimes on a low uh, water area, and uh, people somehow or other uh, drive in huge poles in there to uh, attach it so it doesn't fly, float away. Aha. Uh-huh. Which I think usually they do that, and that's supposed to be that way. Uh, you got to get a uh, equipment to y- yank that upward <laughs> out of the dirt. You can't just pull it. No, no, you got to. Yeah, I think uh, I think that I think you're onto something there, Dad. I'm not sure myself. I don't have any idea. Have you ever done this, Dad? I've never done that. But I've done it on uh, tiny little boards. Uh, you know, that's not really yeah. I don't know. I th- early in the mud or something, but it's it's a heavy thing that I I see. We just had a conversation with somebody that has that. They, that thing is about sometimes eight to ten feet in a dirt on the bottom okay. of the lake. Okay, this one might be whatever. A f- whatever the, yeah, it's usually on a uh, dockside area, which is a shallow area, because you can't go right in the center of the lake to do that. Uh, and then uh, you got to get an equipment to yank that upward out of that mud. And then the easiest thing, the easiest thing is to tilt it to its side and then have it roped because when it's in a side, it can't be sinking anymore. The other way, the legs of that thing is already in the water, close to the mud and all that. You're going to have trouble with it. Okay, so I got... Uh, get Put it out. thing to the side with already attached to a rope yeah. with some equipment or people on the other side pulling at it. Okay, so you got get it out of the mud, get it on its side, get some rope on it, and get some people to pull it out. People or an equipment. Okay, people or an equipment. A, a truck uh, a bumper or All something. Right. You know? All right, Dad, uh, that is, that is uh, you know, so, uh, a good starting point, I would say. It's a good starting point, but I've seen that that happen that way. Okay. Or you can look it up on YouTube. Well, whatever. Uh, Dad, I'm looking at the uh, uh, little cheat sheet of things I wrote down from our adventure today. Accept it with a different type of attitude could lead to a brawl. Uh, <clears throat> oil is oil. Oil your tool. Smack him in the mouth. And, yeah. and uh, uh, some of these are incognito. Don't go overboard embellish, embellishing them with gifts. And, uh, yeah, they want to jump in the sack. And the uh, advice about getting the dock out of the water. Dad, I think we've covered it all. Okay. Okay, so uh, rest of the week, everybody's good? You gonna, everybody's uh, good? How about you? 
not bad. Not bad. I'll be in town in a week for a wedding nearby your place, and I'm hoping to be able to park the motorhome there so we can sleep there. I'll, I'll let you know about that later on, okay? All right. All right. Okay. All right, honey. Okay, I love you guys. I'll get everybody you know in a family from Joanna and I, yeah. and we love you and hope to see you soon. Tell Joanna said hi and, and goodbye. And you've got the greatest audience in the world. I know that. We are, they are spectacular. Dad, I appreciate you as always. Okie doke. Okay, love you. Love you too, honey. Okay, see ya. Bye. Bye-bye. There you go. Oh, my God. Do not, don't do anything, Mitch, that he suggested about the doc, because I don't think he has any idea what the hell he's talking about. I don't know. Maybe he does. It sounded screwed up to me. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, my God. Uh, Jason Schaefer, don't think for a second that I didn't see this. Uh, where is it? Let's see. Where is it? Oh, my God. I just had it. It's, it's amazing how these things vanish in front of my eyes. Um, Something to the effect of, uh, I had a friend, uh, dear me, I have a friend that played a practical joke on me by putting something I find offensive on my prepper property. You don't need to word it like that, Jason. You can just say, I have a friend that put truck nuts on my car. There was no damage. It was permanent, and I know that they... It wasn't permanent. I know they were just having fun, but it was still frustrating. How should I react to this? Well, clearly... Okay, you are suspect one now in in uh, in uh, who put the truck nuts on the vehicle. You are the prime suspect, and I still think Pellerito had something to do with that. All right. Thanks, as always, to Dad. Thanks to you for the questions on Dear Meathead. All right. Brought to you by JM Synthetics. I forgot to put this on there. Uh, thank you very much. Oil is oil. That was funny. Uh, always a fantastic time having dad on for dear meathead. Love him so much. Oh, my God. Kyle wrote, uh, thanks, meathead. We love you. Jason says this has been one of the better ones as of late. Uh... Nick says, Dear Meathead needs to end with, don't forget to lube your tool. Oh, my God. Jason wanted me to say, I need help pulling out. Come on. Kyle says, where can I get this equipment to, quote, yank it upward? Unbelievable. Uh, The Duchess of New Jersey says, party at Mitch's place. Hashtag Zaniac Invasion. Kyle adds, quote, don't yank it, just pull it, end quote. Got it. Patriot Nick adds, don't take each other to Pound Town until you know each other and love each other. All right. Well done to all of you. Dear Meathead brought to you by JM Synthetics. You want to oil your axes and hammers and such. There is a lubricant and a protectant available at jmsynthetics.com. Don't listen to dad when he says any oil will do. You need Jason's oil. All right. 
Thanks again, as always, to Horizon Hydroponics, H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, hydroponics.com. That's H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, hydroponics.com. If you're growing anything indoors during the indoor growing season, uh, everything you need is with Horizon Hydroponics. And I will be at Horizon Hydroponics tomorrow at 4 p.m. on Alpine, if you're in the area. I don't know. Doing a uh, Growers 101 with John and his handlebar mustache from Horizon Hydroponics. You'll uh, be able to see it on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, if you're anywhere in the U.S., you can order anything you need to grow the biggest, best plants indoors at HorizonHydroponics.com. Shipped anywhere in the United States for free with orders $250 and more. Use the coupon code ZANESHOW at checkout and you'll save 10%. You must do that. There's a phone number right on the website too. call it. If you have any questions about what you're thinking about buying and they will uh, point you in the right direction, give you the necessary advice. Uh, I should be getting a dumpster at my house any day. I reached out to Kyle and I said, dude, I'm ready. Bring it. Call or text dumpster divers. 616 616-375-9962. Here's the dealio, Eric Zane. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, bring the dumpster by, Eric Zane. I know people like, hey, you sound like Trump. No, I sound like Kyle. 616-375-9962. Call or text if you are in West Michigan. Get a dumpster from dumpster divers who are cheaper than everybody else, and they are, it's a better dumpster. You're actually getting a better dumpster. You won't pay as much, and uh, they also do demolition. So you got a room in your house that, hey, I want all this drywall ripped out. They'll do that for you. I want this floor ripped out. They'll do that for you. Point, they'll get it out. Take care of everything. Or if you got a pile of junk that you want removed, maybe it's piling up in your garage and uh, you just call them, say, yeah, uh, this is what I want removed. You do it. They'll do it for you. Reach out. They'll give you an estimate. 616-375-9962 in West Michigan. Uh, basketball player Kyrie Irving. I thought he was stupid enough with him announcing that the earth was flat. Like we need any more information uh, that this guy is a fucking moron. Of all the millionaires who are losing millions of dollars, Kyrie Irving is the most spectacular of idiot. Plays for the Brooklyn Nets. There's a mandate in the state, thank God, to get these knuckleheads vaccinated. There are certain things you cannot do in the state of New York if you are not vaccinated. This should be the way it is in every state in the union. Just like this, okay? We're, we're much closer, by the way, to getting 25 million uh, children vaccinated. That's going to happen very soon. That is great news. Makes me very, very happy. Uh, illnesses for kids are up uh, uh, like 20-fold. What was like a 1% issue with the alpha variant. Now like 25% of new cases are kids with the new variant. So this dumbass is giving up all of his money uh, to not be vaccinated. 
Howard Stern ripped into Kyrie Irving. And it makes me very happy that he's doing so over his refusal to get vaccinated, calling him, quote, the biggest idiot in America right now. Quote, talk about stupid. There's some people who are willing to walk away from millions of dollars and not get vaccinated. Stern said on his show Tuesday. They're so stupid, they're putting their mouth where their money is. In terms of idiots, he's got to be the top idiot in the country right now, Stern said. Guy's got a chance as a young man to make millions of dollars. All he has to do is get vaccinated, but he doesn't want to do it. Stern also noted previous comments Irving has made about conspiracy theories. He's got a history of being stupid. He's one of these guys who's a flat earther too. His mind works in very strange ways. Irving, an NBA champion and seven-time All-Star, was suspended by the Brooklyn Nets over his refusal to get vaccinated against COVID-19. That part, you know... I'm not even mad at Howard's like mad at him. It makes me happy when these morons get suspended or lose their jobs. You hear about all these fucking stupid nurses and these first responders who's I think they're more stupid than Kyrie Irving. These people who see firsthand how these people die. Okay. Like my mom. And they're like, nope, I'm not doing it. They're the stupid ones. They're the ones who are the dumbest of all, in my opinion. Kyrie Irving because of the dollar amount. But the first responders and the nurses and some of these quack doctors who do it too. Dumbest people on the planet. Easily. Fucking crazy shit. Uh, The decision has rendered him ineligible to play or practice in the team's arena due to New York City's requirement for proof of vaccination to attend large indoor events. I'm standing with all those that believe what is right, Irving said while speaking on Instagram Live earlier this month. Everyone is entitled to do what they feel is best for themselves. Okay. All right. Great. So then if you do that, then uh, the people that uh, uh, know more than you are going to do what's best for themselves. And that's eliminate you from being part of the problem. Seeing the way this has divided our world, it's sad to see. Yeah, so do the right thing, moron. People are losing jobs to mandates. And I say, good. Irving added that he didn't foresee vaccines being an issue ahead of this NBA season, which began yesterday. Stern's been uh, sharply critical of Americans who refused to take the vaccine, at one point calling them nut jobs. I agree with him. Who are putting others in danger. He is correct. He's ripped on Rogan for pushing his horse paste as a cure for COVID-19. Howard said, when are we going to stop putting up with the idiots in this country and just say it's mandatory to get vaccinated? Stern said during a fiery segment on his show last month, fuck them, fuck their freedom. I want my freedom to live. I want to get out of the house. I want to go next door and play chess with my neighbor I want to go take some pictures. This is bullshit. Howard is correct. One million percent correct. And I'm glad he's saying it. 
Well done, my friend. All right. Philly is the new home for America's biggest assholes. You know, well, I mean, first of all, anybody who doesn't get vaccinated might be fitting that description. But uh, not for this particular story, this is absolutely insane. I was blown away. I thought it had to be a fake story. How could this possibly be? A woman got onto the uh, uh, train, public transit in Philadelphia. Some crazy homeless guy sat next to her and started to hassle her. And she's like, get the fuck away from me. What are you doing? Uh, the homeless guy, the suspect involved in this, his name is Fiston Goy. Fiston Goy, 35-year-old man, a homeless crazy man, was screwing with this woman. She's a 40-something-year-old lady on the on the train. And uh, she's like, get the fuck away from me. What are you talking about? What do you, do? you know, enough. And there's people all over the train. There's, there's like several people in there. Okay. He then starts to uh, uh, amp it up and assaults her, rips her clothes off, whips out his crank, and for 40 minutes is raping her. What did everybody do on the train? Nothing. I mean, the only thing they did was busted out their cell phones and recorded it. No one lifted a finger to help. Oh my God. No one called 911. Nobody said, hey, you should stop. Nobody jumped on the guy and stomped on his fucking face. Not a thing. Holy shit. Officials are investigating whether some bystanders uh, recorded the attack, which happened. Well, yeah, we just, that's what, that's what was seen. It happened uh, last Wednesday in the Southeastern Pennsylvania Trans- Trans- Transportation Authority train. Uh, I can tell you that people were holding their phones up in the direction of the woman being attacked, said uh, 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 the police chief of the Transit Authority, Thomas J. Nestle, at a news conference Monday. <clears throat> the suspect was arrested. Charged with rape and assault. Uh, $180,000 bail. It's not clear whether he has an attorney or a public defender. No calls were made to 911. In my opinion, everybody on that train should be arrested as an accomplice. The attack was not reported until a train employee saw what was happening. Officials said at the news conference that officers responded within three minutes of the employees saying, Hey, we got a problem. What we want, what we want everyone to be is angry, disgusted and join us in being a resolute to continue to make the system safe. We need help from the public to notify us when they see incidents that are occurring that are unusual. How do you, if you're on that train and you shot video, how are you not uh, consumed with guilt If you did nothing, how are you not consumed with guilt? You just sit there and watch a rape happen on the train while crazy man rapes some woman? Uh, 
Goy and the victim got on the train at the same stop in North Philly. Goy sat next to the woman about a minute after he boarded and harassed her for 40 minutes as she pushed him away. Okay, so he didn't rape her for 40 minutes, but he harassed her for 40 minutes. Sorry. Security video shows a man uh, ripping the woman's pants down just before 10 p.m. After the transit employee reported the attack, an officer waiting at the next station boarded the train. My God. Holy shit. They need to be publicly shamed. I need to see on whatever website, uh, Philadelphia newspaper, TV, these are the assholes who did nothing. My God. That one, I can't believe. I didn't want to believe it. When I when I read it at first, well, this can't be true. No one did anything. We're talking about a dozen people sitting there just watching uh, that happen. Jason writes, perfect reason to carry a weapon and learn how to use it. Oh, no, no. You see, Jason, uh, Bleeding Heart Brian um, would never, ever want that to happen. We can't actually arm ourselves and protect ourselves from something like that happening. My God. All right. Asshole of the day today. I don't even think I really need to make a nomination. It's pretty obvious. Pretty obvious that it's Kyrie Irving, right? <clears throat> okay. If you're on the live stream, uh, the video live stream, throw in a uh, suggestion there. We'll get to that. Uh, don't forget about the Patreon bonus podcast. And by the way, at about 1030, we are going to do smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. Kevin Kuyper's on the hot seat once again. If you're looking for a new job, reach out to Affordable Limousine. Go to buscareers.com. If you're an experienced driver, experienced driver with a CDLB with passenger endorsement, uh, go to buscareers.com and fill out the form. You could be driving a limousine, a shuttle bus, a charter bus, a trolley with a beautiful wedding party at an hour of the day that is, uh, you know, conducive to being awake. Instead of the crack of dawn, working with a bunch of stupid uh, school kids who are screaming at you and calling you nasty names. And oh, by the way, you're making twice as much money. Buscareers.com is where I want you to go if you are in West Michigan for affordable limousine. Buscareers.com. Go there today. Excuse me. Uh, don't forget, it's getting cool out and the uh, energy costs are going to be through the roof this year. A&E Heating and Cooling invites you to reach out to them to get your furnace tuned up for the winter. This is very important. Not only to save yourself some money, that thing needs service once a year. Uh, make sure that everything is working right. No uh, issues for uh, any possible dangers. And, uh, you know, uh, furnaces, they tend to warn you when, like, there's uh, they're running out of life, you know. So uh, you, you got to get ahead of that so you can plan ahead. You can do that with just one phone call. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Reach out today. Call 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Okay. 
before I get to the asshole of the day, the queen of the forest is once again working in our school system as a substitute teacher today. And uh, yesterday, she found probably the most difficult job in teaching. Because when you're a substitute, you get different classes, okay? Now, in the past, she has worked with the autistic children uh, as a para-pro. But then she got out of that line of work to work in the foster care system. She hated that job, so she quit that and went back to the schools. Now, she is a substitute teacher, a full-time sub. So... You know, depending on the day, she could she could be with uh, the eighth graders or the third graders. I found out yesterday that the one job that makes a substitute teacher want to drink the most is kindergarten substitute teacher. Because she rushed into the door of the house and she goes, I need a drink. Oh, my God. Okay. The term that the kids were using the most was stupid butt. So-and-so is a stupid butt. And then she has to say, well, we don't talk like that here. Uh, So then she has to deal with that. And she said, I go, well, what's the big hang-up? I mean, what's the deal? I mean, you know, stupid butt sounds like a fun thing to say. She goes, they just don't listen. They just don't listen. I go, well, yeah. I mean, welcome to teaching. Now you're getting a taste of what it's like to actually endure what a teacher has to endure at that young age. Diana determined that uh, kindergarten teachers need to make a minimum about $194,000 a year and still summers off and free booze and cocaine. They should, and free pot. They should get all those things at perks as perks to make them cope with having to deal with this. Oh my God. And so she comes into the door and she goes, I need booze. And if I never have to teach uh, substitute teach kindergartners ever again, it'll be too, too soon. I go, okay, well, all right. I can't guarantee to you that that won't happen again because you're a full-time sub. So then uh, we're watching the Red Wings dominate last night. It was awesome. And then she wrinkles up her nose and uh, there's an app that lets her know. It gives her a notification about the next day's job. And guess what? Yes, it's happening again right now as we speak. And what she did was she came up with a plan. She's got this little stuffed emoji, okay? It's, uh, you know, it's it's actually made to look like the emojis on your phone, okay? And if you put it inside out, it's angry emoji, and then you flip it the other way, it's happy emoji. So this is her plan. I'm like, this is your plan? She's like, yeah. I go, okay, so in order to show that she's mad, she's going to make it angry emoji, and then the kindergartners hopefully will follow what she's saying, and listen, and then if she's happy emoji, she won't have to, you know, uh, uh, discipline them, which I, God knows what the hell that she's doing for discipline. My dad says, you need to smack them in the mouth. Let's hope that that doesn't happen. And finally today, uh, the NFK, uh, I've discovered a new uh, 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 thing that it keeps happening in the house here, and that needs to stop. When the NFK dirties a dish, okay, let's say he uh, he takes the fettuccine Alfredo and heats it up in the microwave and then he puts it into the uh, uh, Tupperware and then puts it in the fridge and then eats it, eats out of the Tupperware. I have discovered that the Tupperware is not winding up in the sink or the dishwasher. No, I witnessed this. What he does after eating out of it is he takes one paper towel and wipes it kind of 
and then puts it back into the spot where the clean Tupperware is. Now, that's incredible. How can you possibly come to the conclusion that what was holding the food that you ate out of is now acceptable to be in with the clean uh, Tupperware? What, what? Why do I have to have a conversation with you that says, from now on, when you eat out of this, put it in there. Do not put it in there. Then I grab a uh, uh, steak knife out for yesterday's dinner, and he has used it to cut his peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and there's peanut butter and jelly on the fucking knife that's in the block. And I'm like, what, what do you have against a, a cleanliness, your hands, your asshole, your balls, my Tupperware and my knives. What the fuck is going on here? Do you have an aversion to water? Holy shit. Well, I couldn't wait to get here today to tell you about this because this is my therapy here telling you about these horrible moments that take place around this household. My God. Ugh. As uh, Chris says, he didn't even lick it off. No. Adam refers to the Tupperware as Petriware. Jesus. Kyle writes, referring to the queen of the forest and the kindergartners. This is why I'm not a sub teacher. My hand would hurt from beating children. Yeah. Tell me about it. Okay, as always, don't be a stranger. Reach out to me anytime you want on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I would love to hear from you. Any feedback at all on the show, whether you're new to the show or if you've been around for a while, don't be a stranger. And send me any story links that you think are interesting to you. Send them along to me, Eric at EricZaneShow.com on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox. Otherwise, I'll talk to you at about uh, 1030 for the uh, Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia Game, Dale taking on Kevin Kuypers, and then the Patreon bonus podcast. Tomorrow, the Patreon bonus podcast happens before this podcast. What? All right, folks. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye-bye. Wait a minute. I just realized. Forgot the asshole of the day. Thank you for reminding me. Asshole of the day is the Philly bus riders. They got to be, of course. Can't believe I forgot that. Okay, there you go. That's it. Thank you. Bye-bye.